0: I'm Jackie Ventores, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All Podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy Bun and All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Messy Bun and All podcast. Hey, today I want to continue to theme a little bit more on this Topic of rest. We're coming around the season of busy holidays, and while being with friends and family can be wonderful and beautiful, it can also be tiring. Um, you know, especially for my introverts, <laughs> it can be a lot. Even for extroverts, I think. I I, I don't know if I am. Truly an extrovert. Um, I am naturally a shy person, but you know, once you get to know me, I am totally outgoing and happy and all of that good stuff. (laughs) But yeah, at the end of the day, whoo. You know, it can be so tiring. So, today I just wanted to talk a little bit about rest, kind of encourage you on this topic of taking care of yourself right before we get into all of the holiday seasons with Thanksgiving. I have my son's birthday coming up. So there's all this planning for that. It's always like the biggest affair. <laughs> and so, you know, Thanksgiving and then Christmas is my favorite holiday. Where are my people that put up their Christmas tree November 1st? Woo! you guys go ahead with your bad selves. Okay. (laughs) I think it's a beautiful idea. I would listen to Christmas music all year round, but I'd probably get tomatoes thrown at my face. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, I, I, whatever makes you happy, you see, that's, That's the beauty of it, right? Is if you are going to put up a Christmas tree and play Christmas music, whatever it is, and if that makes you happy, that's all that matters. You're happy, you're healthy, you're taking care of yourself. So do what makes you happy. Put up those decorations, breathe in the beauty and the reminder of joy and life, right? (laughs) I want you to repeat this phrase with me. Rest is best. Rest is best. Now... This season, I feel like, has also been, not just with the change of season, but with like RSV among children, um, it, it's been kind of scary. You know, we've been praying for um, a couple of our friends who've actually had their little ones really sick, and it's been scary. And so, um, you know, just praying for their full recovery and trusting that, they'll be okay, that they'll make it through, they'll they'll be resilient. But I love this phrase because it's almost like a new mantra for me. Rest is best. I believe like, there's a song about it as well. But anyways, rest is best. And when you're sick, rest is best, right? When you're tired, Rest is best. When you're feeling grumpy or impatient with the little ones because somehow they're still crying even after you did everything for them, rest is best, right? Even though you're taking the medicine for them and it's for their good <laughs> and they kick and scream, rest is best. When you're overwhelmed, rest is best. You know, I f- I feel like this is this is a good thing to repeat, <laughs> to keep repeating. It's easy to both burn the midnight oil and wake up with the sun when you've got little kids. There's always something more to get done, right? How many of you feel like you have so much on your to-do list and somehow the mantra that comes to mind is not rest is best, right? As moms, we don't tend to get a lot of rest. And often we forget that God promises rest, right? Real rest. The one that uh, allows us to be able to just take a break from it all, breathe Him in, to laugh, to feel peaceful. You see, it's probably going to be hard to find pockets of peace during crazy days, but I want to encourage you in this podcast to think creatively. How? can I make opportunities for rest? What are some things that I can do in my day to create moments of rest? Let's see. How about when you're dropping your kids off at school? Could you pray in the preschool pickup line? I know a lot of times when I'm driving Wally to school, we're running late, rushing in because I don't want to have to walk him and sign him in at the late um, door. But who likes to be late? Not me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But when I get back in the car, sometimes, honestly, I open my phone and I go straight to Instagram. How about if instead, once you drop your kids off and you're in your car, You just take a moment to rest in Him and just pray. It can be something simple like, God, fill me with your rest. Fill me with your rest. Fill me with your rest. I mean, I feel like so many words, fill me, fill me. Right? Because so many times we tend to run empty and saying those words out loud to God, fill me. And then we say, with your. Because there's so many other things, right? Like I said, opening up Instagram or any other distracting thing. It's not really rest, it's just a distraction, right? I want God's rest. Fill me with your rest. God, I want your rest. Like I want to really truly surrender, let go and just rest in you. Pray those simple words that are so powerful. Repeat them. God, give me your rest. Give me your rest. Repeat them until you feel something lift off. It may not be everything all at once, but you may start to feel a difference. God, give me your rest. Fill me with your rest. You can also take an opportunity to read or write a scripture during your lunch break. You don't need the Bible in front of you, like maybe you can just scroll your phone and Google in scripture of hope or scripture of encouragement, whatever comes up. For me, whenever I try to memorize something, I have to write it over and over and over. And so The art or the practice of even having a journal separately and writing Bible verses is so powerful because when you need them or when you are having a moment of rest and you want to read a Bible verse, it's so wonderful to have just a journal full of scriptures that you love that you can relate to. And so I would encourage you, start building it. You're not going to have a journal with 500 verses right from the start, right? But every day, if you can just write something in there, you are building yourself a book of encouragement. It's all biblical, right? It's all based on His Word. These are true promises. So read or write a scripture during your lunch break. That can be an opportunity where rest is best. Also... Hop in the shower and take a few minutes to just lay your heart before God while the water runs. You're already in there. Either the hubby has the kids or the family does, or your kids are having a snack and watching a show. (laughs) Whatever it is, you're in there. Take an extra minute. Imagine as the water is running, that Everything that's been on your shoulders is also washing off. Just pray and tell God, I'm just going to give this back to you. I'm going to rinse this off and give it back to you. Clothe me, God, with what only you want me to carry. So get creative. Get creative and see how you can make rest work for you. You can do this, right? And you're going to be better for resting in His presence, right? I want you to think about the word self-care, right? There's so much that uh, we've been learning about, I know, in our culture lately about mental health and along with mental health, that's self care, right? It's become almost like a buzzword these days in our culture, right? So self-care is so important, right? Self-care is not self-indulgence. It's not selfish. So how do we take real care of our real selves, right? It's not chocolate. Oh my gosh, this is like totally honest journal <laughs> for me like i have seen some habits where i am like oh, i just need a piece of chocolate and and there's truth to it right there may be some science to it where it actually does provide some positive endorphins or or feelings but it's not true rest right how do, I, how do I truly find the rest of my soul and my body needs? So think about a time, right? When your mom or your dad or your family member, right, went to you when you were feeling overwhelmed. Like maybe nobody's ever taught you self-care, okay? But I want you to close your eyes and picture if you had a mom figure whether real whether this is real or whether you never did so now let's visualize what what would this mama figure tell you if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're feeling tired if you feel if you're feeling at the at your wits end what would she tell you to take care of yourself like what would she tell you to do perhaps maybe she would say Sit on the couch, here's the blanket, right? And just rest, take a little nap. Or perhaps maybe she'd get you a drink of water. Maybe she'll say, why don't you go hop in the shower? Or she'll tell you to just turn it all off. Turn off the laptop, put down your phone, turn off the TV just sit in silence. Or maybe she'll invite a friend over to come talk with you and be with you. Or maybe she would try to make you laugh. I love how moms know how to do that. Maybe she'll say, read a book. Or she'll help you find foods that can help your body, right? Maybe she'll tell you to forgive yourself and forgive the other person. What an amazing parent that would be, right? Well, can you imagine God also saying those things to us? God being that amazing parent. I mean, this is... One way God wants to care for us, right? Ready with relaxation and or a kick in pants to shake it off and get going. Because let's be honest, sometimes that's the combination we actually need. Psalms 139 says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. Can you picture that? God having so many precious thoughts about me. God thinks of us more often then there are grains of sands. God truly cares. He truly, truly cares for you. And He'd like us to care for ourselves too. He's given us a glimpse of how to do that, actually. One way we can care for ourselves is to rest, to pause and breathe and slow down and rest. And God, well, He rested. God paused. After working really hard, God had to take a breather. It's the first example of good and godly rest we see in scripture in the first chapter of Genesis. God has just created everything, everything. And then the second chapter of Genesis opens up with him finishing up his work and what? Resting. Genesis chapter two, verse two says, By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. You work hard too, don't you? you work hard, mothers work hard, wives work hard. I mean, women basically run the world. So. <laughs> no, but it's true. We, we work hard. As, but has anyone ever worked harder than God, the creator of the entire universe, the maker of all things? No. And even God rested. God recognized the hard work he'd done after making everything in the world, including the first humans. And when he paused, he was finished. And it's a good thing he rested because, well, he'd have to deal with uh, Adam and Eve's decision after that. (laughs) This is huge. God rests before he cares for his children. You see, the rest of Genesis chapter 2 is all about how God plants the Garden of Eden, prepares it for Adam and Eve, teaches them about caring for the earth, introduces Adam to the animals, and creates Eve. Then in the next chapter, everything falls apart when they have the forbidden fruit, right? This is a game changer. God works really hard, and then God rests before He cares for His disobedient children. This is what God has modeled for us. Is this what we are also modeling for our kids, for our family, for our spouse? That old airplane analogy serves us well. During the announcements given before a flight, flight attendants remind passengers to place an oxygen mask on yourself before assisting others. While it goes against everything inside of us, we actually do need our own oxygen before we can be of any good to someone else. But as parents, there is nothing we would not do for our kids, right? Can I get an amen on that? Including depriving ourselves of that, which is life-giving. You see, for me, it's like so hard, to stop and ask for help. And a lot of times I tend to be really silent. And it's funny because Tony has learned the more quieter I am, sometimes the more upset I am, or there's something I'm holding inside, right? Um, I remember how hard it was at first when we brought Wally home and that first night, Wally cried the entire night. The entire night. It's one thing to be awake and feel tired. It's another thing to be awake, feel tired, and have a baby screaming at the top of its lungs. And I didn't know how to breastfeed. I mean, I was learning and it was so much pressure because you're not just learning to learn. Like you're learning and your child is, um, I'm trying to think of a way not to be dramatic. (laughs) Your child's life is diminishing the less milk it's getting from you, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, do I need formula? There's so much that happens, you know? It's so, so... Stressful. And so I remember that night having Wally cry the whole night, me being tired, not knowing how to ask for help. So I didn't ask for help from Tony. You know, he's not sleeping, but I didn't ask him to come and sit with me. I didn't ask him to hold me or the baby. I don't, I just remember crying. Crying when I saw our lactation consultant walk through the doors, I just cried, <laughs> poor thing i I think she's probably used to it because she just hugged me, and she told me everything's gonna be okay, and it was you know, thank God, thank God, everything was okay, but this is where. I understand, you know, when it's when when we say there's nothing we wouldn't do for our kids. I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to go to sleep then. You know, my my kid needed food. My kid was screaming and there I was. Yet I didn't know that I needed to ask for help. I didn't know I needed to say, Tony, hold the baby for an hour while I try to get some rest, while I try to drink water, while I try to, I don't know, hop in the shower and take a a rest, right? And see if these boobs will (laughs) somehow start working, right? This is why we need the flight reminder, and why we need to read and and reread what God shows us back in Genesis. This is what I want you to truly understand. Rest is a form of true and godly self-care. Rest is not selfish. And this is what God models so well right at the beginning of His Word. And as we discover the ways we need to care for ourselves, doing something we enjoy is usually low on the to-do list, right? Especially for anyone who's a new mama, your whole focus, your whole energy is trying to give life to this baby, right? There's always so many tasks we have to finish and we've got to devote time to this and to that and my... Project here, my project there, right? And there's so many other things we like to do, right? But where is that opportunity for self-care? My new mamas, ask for help. If you don't have a spouse or a father present or in your life and you have a child or a toddler or grown kid, you know, they're teenagers maybe, ask for help. Ask for help for an hour. Don't be ashamed. I feel like... In our community of women, we understand and and there are people ready and willing to step up, right? Their, your way of asking someone else to help may be their opportunity to also grow and say, I'm also going to be of service. I'm also going to serve God and help, right? If we don't give the opportunities for people to help us, then they don't know how to help us, Right. And so make sure that you are continuously asking yourself, did I get rest? How did I rest today? You see, for me, I feel like in our Latino culture, our parents modeled work 24-7. Our parents had more than one job. Um, My mom... Worked really hard. She cleaned houses and so she rushed us to school every morning. God bless her, right? But we walked ourselves home and it was hard. You know, she'd come home a little bit late and then it was dinner time, then it was homework and then it was bed. I don't ever remember seeing her rest. And so for us as grown adults now with our own families, we have to be careful to not model those same habits. And instead, we want to model Jesus, right? We say we want to be a reflection of Christ. How are we reflecting then Christ's rest? How are we reflecting God's rest to our Children, we want to make sure that care for ourselves is godly, it's thoughtful, it's intentional, and it's life giving, right? I want to give Wally the legacy of just care filled habits. So maybe your prayer today is saying, God, how can I model rest for my child? How can I show them that rest is good, and let me tell you going to church is not <laughs> is not the only Way to rest. I think a lot of times we tend to think, well, I'm going to model rest. How about for those of us that work hard? (laughs) We serve church, right? So it becomes a, a work. I mean, we're worship leaders, we're pastoring. It is not true rest for a lot of us, right, who work in ministry. So, rest, when I am modeling rest. How does that look like? Am I praying? Am I finding times to actually be still with God before I go and serve His people? What am I doing to truly rest and let go and just allow the Sabbath to be a joy and not so much a burden? May God bless you as you journey and find what this true rest may mean for you. God bless. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy Bun and All Podcast. If you haven't done so already, Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.